so quiet. Yeah. I don't I, know how to fix that. People give me grief all the time of being quiet. Okay, well, I guess uh, we'll just have to deal with it. In my mind, it sounds like I'm yelling. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Well, you know what? I can fix it in post because now I'm doing two. I can try to just talk louder. You don't okay. have to. Just be yourself. It's too quiet. Yeah, but I can. Okay. Uh, I can. I've now learned how to record two audios at once. Okay. Two tracks. So yeah, down. two audios. So we went through this last time. The first podcast we did. Are we on right now? Yeah, we've been recording oh, for a bit. Man. Okay. <laughs> so welcome to Casual with Ryan Proctor. I'm back for uh, the 46th installment, which is pretty good. It's a Even lot. though it's been like four, three years, I've been kind of slagging a bit here. That's a um, lot. But anyway, yeah. So I just figured out how to um, record two audio tracks. At on different tracks, so the same at the same time, doesn't really okay. make sense. But um, but we got my brother here today. Hello, the other Proctor. It's third time on the show. Yeah, yeah third something time like on that. The show. Yeah, okay. fourth if you count the first we when we recorded last week and just didn't. <laughs> I wasn't happy with the audio. I was slapping right. my lips and doing this a bunch and and uh, nervous. And I was actually realized I was sweating so much, it was affecting my ability to perform conversation. Yeah, I think you've had two weeks to to acclimate, sort of. So yeah. I'm might sweating be, right now. Might be better off. I it's still hot. It's hotter now than when it's progressively hotter the last three weeks. I which think. is insane because when I got here, it was hot. But it was rainy season when I got here. And rainy season ended abruptly like four. We're in Costa Rica like four days ago or maybe a week ago. It ended abruptly. Went from rain to windy season pretty yeah. much right away. Yeah. It's, it got like, actually, the breeze is good. Not right now, but the breeze is nice. It helps. Yep. And it helps because the roads are dusty now, and it blows the dust off the roads when you're on the ATV getting dust in the eyes. That's right. And uh, I found so much dust in my ears. Do you notice that? Like uh, I was in the yeah. shower, and I was like, I'm washing my ears because I wash my ears for some reason. I guess people do, I guess. But just dirt in my ears from collecting on the road, from driving it. It's a funny thing because I've never really been like a motorcycle person or anything like that. It's mountain bikes, of course, you know, when it gets right. hot and dry and Whistler Squamish area, yeah, you get the dust effect. But here, everything's open. Like you're you're <laughs> riding around on a four wheeler or mo- motorbike, and there's no requirement really for helmets and stuff like that. Right. So you're kind of out there. Yeah. Um, and it's too hot to have the windows up in my old truck because the AC is not really chilling it off. So yeah, there's dust everywhere. It went. It's weird. You try to keep everything open for a while to get the moisture out. Now mm-hmm. you're trying to keep everything closed to keep the dust out. So yeah, like when I first got here, we were doing thing. laundry, and you'd have to like look for the break in the sky, put the laundry out, hope it doesn't yeah. rain. Yeah, and because you, you don't need to dry it because you don't have a dryer here, because I don't think anybody really has a dryer unless you're probably loaded. Not a, not a local. So we, yeah, we're in more of um sort of a local area in a traditional, I guess, setup with the house. Rural kind of zone. Yeah, so we're yeah. not. We don't have all the like. There's no dishwasher. There's no dryer. Right. Everybody kind of relies on old school doing it by hand kind of thing so yeah. it's, it's pretty good it's a big change for the way we used to live i guess north american style so it's good it makes you pay attention for sure it makes you realize you got to do stuff it makes you like you gotta like can't just glide through like i got laundry out right now because i'm leaving in a few days and i'm like if i don't do it now and i do it try to wait to the end i don't get a chance because let's say it does yeah. rain for some reason or something or i get busy can't so t- much you can't just toss it in the dryer and be like i'm out no, yeah. I actually like the way it comes kind of crispy from not being in the dryer. Yeah, yeah the, crisp, the crispy dryer is pretty cool, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, I think the dryer, I mean, I have a couple shirts that the dryer has helped the look of them Yes. over the years. Well, you're going to get the authentic sun fade here. Yeah. like, man, you've been, you've been down in Central America. You're like, yeah, man, my shirts are sun faded. Oh, it's man. Stamp. My one <laughs> shirt is ruined. I don't know what happened to it, but the shoulders are blown out. So yeah. much weight on them, I guess. But. Well, I think you, you appreciate some stuff 
more you take better care of it because it's not as easy to get it's not as easy to clean yeah you know you get a clean dish maybe you rinse it and use it again rather than just throw it in the dishwasher like there's lots of stuff um going on that way and i think um the big push here we went to a presentation at uh our kids school in between coast streak of podcast number one. Oh yeah <laughs> coast streak of podcast number two yeah yeah, the neighbors got a dirt, dirt bikes. bike. Dirt bike noise is pretty pretty standard here. Yeah. Um, about just about the environment and stuff, and they've done a great job of switching from um, sort of deforestation to sort of reforesting things. They went from like I don't right. know some stat like forty percent of the country was been wiped out or stayed green. Now they're back up to like sixty percent. So they're going the, they're going they've reversed uh, the trend, which is what I'm getting at. That's pretty good. Uh, but stuff like you know being conservative when you're washing your dishes. Yeah. Keeping the water to a minimum usage because it's a um, aquifer here i don't know it's not the traditional sort of water supply that we're used to in canada where it's not always a big deal got to be mindful of that got to be mindful of the energy you use because you know electricity can be hard to come by and expensive so right that types of things you're like well living in a more traditional way sort of those problems weren't there before right so if you incorporate that a bit into sort of more modern living it seems to uh it seems to work i mean everyone's got clotheslines everywhere and yeah you know they're hand washing their dishes and stuff it's hand washing it's dishes good. is like I like it. it. It's yeah, awesome. uh, I, don't I don't know if I know. like it, but it's like something that you just got to do, and it makes you like you just have to appreciate how much time things take. That's what I've noticed. Is like you even just getting around, like yeah, like I just I took a bus from here to Tamarindo uh, the past couple few days ago. I mean, you probably noticed that because I was gone for three days. I did notice you weren't here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think I might have dropped you off and picked you up. Yeah, also. thanks yeah. for that, buddy. That was sweet, huge, huge deal. Uh, so, but it took like. You just chill, like you you got to cross a river, you got to wait. Traffic's in chaos, like people just chilling out. And then like I noticed that I guess when I first got here, I was like kind of anxious and kind of like trying to rush around to get things done. And I've been here a bit longer. I'm not saying I've been here for that long, but I'm not settled in. But I think I noticed people that had just gotten here on the van ride I was bringing back, and they were just like, I, yeah, just like kind of antsy. And I felt like I was that way. Um, but just you're forced to slow down a bit which is cool and i have nothing to do so i mean i'm just getting i'm going slow anyway yeah it's that whole thing where you go on vacation you go to hurry up and relax like you see that i think in a lot of places like yeah you see it in whistler for sure a bit more there's no chill in whistler i don't think it's it's hard because you you, everyone gets so amped to go and then you get there and you want to go and do all the stuff you've been ready for but the whole point of it really is to a lot of times is to go and do something fun exciting you know recharge whatever yeah change your perspective but then once you kind of get into that especially here you you just sort of you kind of have to sort of have some patience and let it happen a little bit because you, you can't push you can't push to get things done yeah. here as much like you if the you van's know. late the van's late you can't really do anything about it there's no one to call and people go to whistle get lit up their walls get destroyed so they're like yeah they're trying to like you know deal with it uh, but yeah no i think yeah. uh we got the, the good day. So the weather has you kind of like the weather helps your laundry. Kind of like the seasons change, your laundry gets better. Like it's yes. done faster. Back, the moral of the story. Back to the main point: the weather is yeah. helping the laundry here. A shirt can dry in like, like I don't know. You stay three days. Now it's like thirty-five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you got to be on high alert when the rain comes and rush and go and grab it. Yeah. But yeah. Rain. Anyway. Yeah, I think um, uh, I did notice uh, we went surfing this morning, and I've done a lot of that. A little well enough that I'm satisfied for sure, but um. Even just like the the beach has changed and the weather changed, the waves have changed. I noticed, and like yes. people like now people are out doing stuff, and people are like just seems busier in town. And I guess that's just the tourist season kicking off. I think so. I think it's like um, my limited experience. Um, there's sort of a natural rhythm to places like this, like ski towns, like you know, 
mountain bike places, whatever thing you're into where yeah. sort of the the Western culture that's there is, is there for some sort of activity. And there's lots of stuff going on here. There's, you know, it's a big yoga spot. It's a big um, uh, nature uh, sort of ecotourism kind of place. There's lots sure. of surfing going on. So I think people are in tune with what's going on in their environment around them. It's not a dissimilar to, you know, when the snow starts to come in Whistler, the seasons change, people sort of get, you know, the mood changes in town. More people come, people leave, people, yeah. people coming for this activity. So it's a bit of a change. And I think you start to see that. Like we saw a lot, a lot of people out today. And today was a beautiful morning. Yeah. Um, the swell was pretty good, manageable. And, and, you know, people were out there kind of being mellow about it. And it was more of them. Right. Um, more people around and more local people and stuff. So it was, it was good. But you can tell people are more, maybe more into it. We noticed, you know, the days when it's an outgoing tide and it's not so good, there's less people there. So people kind of navigate around their sure. their schedule and their life with what's going on in the world, the natural world around them. I think it's pretty good. It's like being a ski town anywhere, kind of like yeah. town like this and stuff. I think it was cool to be like, hey, like people are going, hey, good to see you. Like they've kind of like long, long not long lost. I haven't seen somebody while they're in the lineup. It's like yeah. a skiing. But uh, speaking of Whistler, it's getting like... Yeah. Biblical there right Big now. Big weather apparently. events happening there, yeah, for sure. Yeah, unfortunately. Shout out to everybody who's there. Hopefully everybody's safe. But it sounded like it was like, I'm going to be back in a few days, but it sounds like Pemberton's on evacuation notice and stuff. And um, I mean, for how much rain you guys get here, or I mean, it it was exploding rain some days. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I don't know if there's flooding. I don't know what's going on. I, can't, I, don't really, I mean, you haven't been here long, but it seems like uh, it flooding, handles it better. Flooding happens for sure. And I I wonder if it's just not as as has built up like you, you know yeah the roads wash out and they get super potholy and you're, you're bouncing around right all over the place um it's probably less people less infrastructure and less like like the ground's not as compromised maybe yeah and people aren't you don't have to manage as much water because there's not as much concrete not as right. much you know um, yeah. sort of developed space and i think that's going to come like you see they're building down the road here um it's just a way yeah. of thinking that they're going to they've, they're thinking about the water management and managing the environment and stuff and you know that doesn't always Man versus environment, you know, how that can go. Yeah, man versus environment. This morning <laughs> I was on the ATV and uh, I went, went to meet some friends at the beach before I saw you guys. And I was just kind of like not really paying attention, which isn't something you shouldn't do when you're on the ATV on the highway. Mm-hmm. I turned off the road and there's like that bump on the turning onto that one going to the beach that the, where the concrete ends. Yeah. And dude, I don't know what happened, but I like almost like uh, the back end bounced and I thought I was going to go over the bars on the, on the ATV, mm. but I didn't. And I wasn't wearing a helmet, which is, is insane. But uh, yeah, the dust on the roads is crazy. Like guys are starting to wear like the mask thing. I think is helping people. Yeah, people I mean, wear I don't it know if they wore before, but I don't know. definitely like mask. I don't know if it works for coronavirus, but it definitely works for keeping the dust out of your face <laughs> when you're on the ATV in the roads. Yeah, I mean, there, it's it goes back to one of those things where you know you see there's lots of people here who have the sunglasses on and they're just driving, mm-hmm. and you know it's the right way to look when you got your your surfboard rack and stuff. But then you know, you're eating dust the whole time. Your eyes are itchy and stuff. So yeah. then you're like, okay, if you, you're more practical. You got the, you know, the hel- helmet with the visor and you're feeling comfortable. So you got to, you're trading off your, you know, sort of your style for your well-being, your comfort. Yeah. I don't, there's got to be a way to meet the two things. Up, I took a bug in the chest this morning, man. Like, I don't know how fast I was going, but I think it was like, I don't know if it was one of those, those man-eating grasshoppers, but, uh, mm. it bounced off my chest. Like it hurt. And I can't imagine, I guess on motorbike stuff, like, I don't really experience motorbikes much, but Everyone's wear, you got to wear a helmet and stuff and glasses. But I took a bug in the eye a few nights ago when I was coming home in the dark. Yeah. And you just then you just can't see and people just kind of pass and do what they ever want here. But anyway, I just think it's it's like we were going back to like just a different kind of life. And it's like I've I've never really been somewhere long like this where 
I said to experience it more and live it where the way you guys are living it seems like yeah. it's not touristy and it seems like you're just kind of living your life which I haven't really had that and it's cool it's really cool it's a pr- different perspective yeah it's, it's amazing to see anywhere you travel um, yeah. how the, you can go to the same spot and have a totally different experience than somebody else mm-hmm. just by the choices that you made and how you get there what you do when you're there how you live yeah. when you're there you know whether you're there for two weeks or three months or a year or whatever the thing is right um you know, it can be positive, or negative, both, but it's definitely, ch- I mean, it's probably different. Um, yeah. I think if, you know, if you're here for a short time, maybe you're, you're doing more stuff to try to get it all in. If you're here for a long time, maybe you're, you know, you're trying to get ingrained more with, with what's going on, mm-hmm. sort of culturally a bit more, and then lifestyle-wise. Um, I think, too, you know, if you're trying to be cheap, if you're trying to be inexpensive, well, change, not, not cheap, but inexpensive, you, you definitely operate a little bit differently. Like, if you're on a longer, yeah. when, I'm, when I go away longer, I'm trying to manage differently. They stretching your money. If I'm going longer, away yeah. for like you know two weeks or whatever, a week, you can just yeah. like kind of send it. A little bit different. Yeah, right. and even even to that extent, you've got more more things to consider. Like you know, if you got a vehicle where you're where you are, like we've got you know we got the truck, we got to take care of that. So you got money going into that. Yeah, you got to find the time to go and you know you're meeting the mechanic kind of thing, and you you so wouldn't normally do that sort of thing right. if you were on vacation you'd have you'd take the shuttle or whatever yeah and then you know it's you got a leaky drain like i got this thing going on you got to go to the hardware store <laughs> you wouldn't meet those guys you're just on vacation right at the same time i'm not you know i'm not in some hotel where I've, i'm meeting all kinds of tourism type right. people who can so this is a, it's a different definitely a different thing um you're just trying to find your good footing bad. i mean you know yeah. it's, it's, just, it's not even it's just different i think it's just pretty i find that interesting about the way things are happening with us right now um it's insane. Well, no, it's insane, but like when you when Proctor has a Toyota and like a piece fell off. Oh, that breeze! Breeze is good. I, I felt right that there. See, uh, that's the thing. You can appreciate the breeze. <laughs> yeah. You're not like it's like half a second the wind of, right now. Yeah, yeah it's like half a, a second is of, good. of support. Uh, but yeah, so he's, he's got this Toyota. It's like an old Helix, uh, and a part fell off while his wife was waiting to pick up the kids from school. And I'm like, oh, what it is? What what it is? What is it? And uh, the mechanic's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just come back on Tuesday and we'll fix it. And it was just like a pulley that holds the yeah but then the guy's like you go to the shop they're just closed like he's just like i'm closed for like they're not open 24 they're not no, open no, like seven days a week and they just kind of chill yeah which is cool because then you're just like well he'll learn i can't use it i mean you can drive the truck but it's like i gotta like chill on it and not yeah you said you're fine and it's yeah. and, you know it goes back to anything to make and model and all that kind of stuff and we're not we're not mechanic we're not super engine people or, or mechanical people car wise i don't think at least i'm not i don't think they I'm not. No offense, but I don't think you're a car guy. I don't take offense from that, dude. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, you know, you can drive it around. We drove it for a couple hundred kilometers, and it was all fine. Um, yeah, but it's one, it's one of those things where if I was probably North America back in, in uh, D.C., I'd be like, ooh, I don't know. Like, I'd be uh, sketched out. But here yeah. you kind of don't have an option. You're like, well, I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. To well, me, anyway. Yeah, and you're just like, I mean, you're not. The you're kind of not driving that far. Well, I mean, you guys did the, I don't know if I can bring far. this up. No, it's, it's, it was a couple hundred kilometers, but, you, you know. did the border run, yeah. So that's like, and a truck for the mechanic is like, I just come back in three days, drive it. I don't think it would yeah. happen in the back home. They'd be like, no, bring it in. They would say, don't. Actually, I have no idea. I'm just talking shit. But yeah. anyway, it still runs. I drove it last night. It runs pretty good. It's driving fine. So Yeah, it's like it's loud. but We I might tear it apart this afternoon and try and fix it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'll try <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I think you got to we'll check your goes. schedule, see if you have anything to do. Um, That's critical. If you're going to tear your own your only car apart, you got to do it when you got a clean couple of days. Yeah. Go. So. Well, it's like when uh, Andrew ran out of gas on the ATV. I ran out of gas on the ATV the other day. Uh, but you just hit the reserve tank. But like for a second there, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't know how to talk to anybody. And but people here, like they just stop here, and help you. They it's do. It's a different. Cool. It's a different thing. People, yeah. everyone's kind of got the same 
common issues. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's a little bit more cumbersome and difficult to get some things done and people recognize that you're struggling with it. Yeah. They kind of offer to help out. So yeah, that's pretty, it's pretty good that way. Like I got yeah. destroyed surfing a couple of days ago. I went out in Tamarindo and I was like totally like unprepared for what just happened. And a dude was surfing beside me. He's like, Hey man, are you okay? And I was like, he's like, yeah, just follow me. Come out this way. So I got to follow him out and got a, he helped me out. But man, I was like, I don't think that w- I, for surfing, I was kind of like thinking that doesn't happen a lot. Cause I always hear these rumors of like people, you know, being territorial and stuff, but this guy was pretty cool. But I think the same thing on the highways. Yeah. Like, uh, they just, yeah, it's cool. They stop. They're like, you all right. But you're like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. had on the gas. It's good. And, and I think, um, people just recognize that there's, there's times when it's, it's, it's hard to be somewhere different trying to figure things out. Yeah. And even if you're living here, a lot of the things aren't as easy or accessible to get. So, you know, if you're struggling, someone might, there's a good, sh- more of a chance people are going to say, Hey, I'll right. give you a hand or whatever. And that's pretty, it's pretty good. You know? Yeah. I think the language barrier, like yesterday when I was taking the bus back from Tamarindo, the, the bus driver, I don't speak Spanish and it's probably, I'm ru- it's probably rude that I don't, but I'm trying. Um, but the whole bus, no one could speak Spanish and he was trying to com- communicate where they were going and they go like, it's funny to watch. So they're like, the buses meet, uh, all three buses like at this spot and everybody switches buses. It's like the big vans, it's not a big bus, but, um, they're like, okay. They go Tamarindo and No Sara. That they say it so loudly and clearly that the people on the bus are like, okay, because they probably know that everyone's like kind of just nervous and doesn't really know what people are saying. Yeah. But they are very clear of where you're going because I'm sure someone's been like, I'm not supposed to be here, and well, then they can't. It. And you would never know because you you don't know where you're going. Yeah, exactly. So you can't say, hey, I'm going the wrong way when you're traveling. You won't yeah. recognize anything. It's only in talking to somebody else saying, hey, where are you going? Oh, I'm going here. Yeah. And then by that time you know, you're 20 minutes down the road is a big, or the deal. guy's like, I'm going to drop you off at the supermarket. And people are like, why, where's the supermarket? Like, yeah. it's like, anyway, no, they were really good. And I think, I think it's cool that I think where you are here is like the community's cool. Like seems people good. will help you. Yeah. yeah it seems the good. Neighbor seems friendly. like a good dude. And I mean, maybe the other neighbor's not a good dude, but yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it always seems, you know, you always, it's interesting to be on the other side of it. Cause you know, given that we're a couple of white dudes, um, you're not often on the flip side of it where you're the minority, right? Mm, and, right. And yeah. Yeah. We're privileged and all that sort of stuff. So it definitely helps, but there's, you know, I don't, I don't, I think this is a very, for the most part, you know, outwardly welcoming kind of warming culture. And if you have the right attitude and you right. are not, you know, um, trying to be a you know, jerk about things, you just try <laughs> to be, try to be accommodating. And, and do you think people try to be jerks? Do you think people are like, out there like, I, I think people some people just are, I don't know. But yeah, you know, you, 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 you can get, um, um, good reception from people and do you know who's a bunch of jerks uh, on twitter people are jerks i don't do i don't do the twitter yeah it's good man i I was noticing the day with everything going on in our world now people are up in arms about everything and they're yeah you know uh there's a lot of jerks out there (laughs) Uh, yeah it's probably a lot of jerks out there we're you know you and i joke around about funny stuff and i have i've you know jerk once in a while just to be jokes but people are real jerks man and i know it's like um people aren't there's people that aren't really happy and i don't know what's going on i mean i guess they just get wrapped up in stuff so much but Seems like down here, people are just kind of hanging out, and they have they have work to do. Like people yeah. work hard, long days. Yeah. But people are usually like, "Hey, what's up?" Smiling. They're like, and it's so hot. I guess you just like, it's like, fuck it. It's just so hot. I just I can't even. You just gotta like let it go. Yeah, and I think I think, you know, you grow. You obviously, you've got a lifetime of experience with the, with the environment, and the climate, and the way things happen down here. So it's it's yeah. a different perspective. Um. But the yeah the 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 specific challenges and, and a lot of times you think that people are just sort of happy they don't really yeah. see it as a challenge you know yeah. we're trying to live a north american way in central american that's right. obviously going to have its own own issues and then um no a lot of hard work i think it makes you appreciate what 
you know, what, like if people are complaining, I go to work nine to five. Okay, well, like, you know, we've seen people here get up five o'clock in the morning, come home when it's dark, six or something, and they're doing that six, six days, days a week, week at least, maybe yeah. working something on Saturday. Um, you Speaking know, of getting up at five o'clock in the morning, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, man. You hear what's going on in the background, everybody? Lots of roosters. Roosters and that dog. Dogs and roosters. Today was was a lot of dogs and roosters for some reason. Like 3.30, uh, yeah, I was telling some friends that are living down the other way for, they're here for a few weeks, and they're like, um, I'm like, oh, the time you wake up, I'm like, I usually wake up around 3.30 or 4. Like, why? I'm like, because there's roosters, and they're insane. Dogs and roosters, yeah. But when I was away for a few days in Tamarindo, there's no roosters because it was like a touristy town. Yeah. I didn't couldn't even sleep because I was just used, I'm not used to being quiet. It's too quiet. Yeah, it's ruined you. It's too quiet. But dude, they're, they are insane. Like, yeah. I don't know what they're doing or what they're cuckooing about, but... They're fucking cuckooing, man, all it's, over the map. Well, anything I could figure out on it was this, it's a territorial thing, and they're suppo- you know they start at a certain point in the day they do that, but these guys seem to go all day. I don't yeah. I don't know why. So. And I noticed a guy carrying one upside down. They just go dormant when you drive by the legs. Yeah, well, like it was alive, and he was carrying it like with, his, with like by the legs upside down, and it was just hanging there. If somebody grabbed you or me by the legs and I, the well, upside I'd be, down, I'd be frantic. But I mean, like after a while, you kind of just give up, probably. Just, well, I think you can. I think you can die from hanging upside down for too long. Oh, well, that's interesting. I Googled I it once. About that. I don't remember what the outcome was because my memory's not so great. I probably hang it upside down when I Googled it. But I Googled it once, and if you hang upside down for too long, I think it can kill you. You've got to be some you blood get an aneurysm thing. and blood flow thing. Yeah, that makes sense. But I but I watched this rooster. There's one next door. It's probably like 50 pounds. It's huge. That and one's it, okay. It, it, it sort of has its, its schedule. It's like morning time. It's yeah. a little loud. It gets, it gets all its family organized, <laughs> and then it's yeah. good. Yeah. These guys next door... I don't know what's happening there. I think they, they just have a stereo going with the They have a little recording. bit of a, a confusion of what. Because there's no, there's no. We were talking earlier. There's no insulation. There's no like, between all the doors. There's you can see kind of outside. Yeah. So there's no like audio break. No, you get you get. It's like they're sitting in the room with you sometimes. You get full rooster. Yeah. Yeah. I I, th- I just like, but I mean, it's comp- they have like the the place next door has this big hill and they got like ten chickens. Yeah, they got. They're, yeah. they're probably eating. I wonder. I think they're buying their own eggs. They're just no. eating eggs, right? Eating eggs, but yeah. where do you find like? I don't understand if it, chickens just walk around wild. Do you just look like follow them for their eggs and find them in the forest? You, I don't know. I don't know, man. You're asking the wrong guy. Can you do some surveillance when I'm gone? About I, watch, I, I would imagine there's some sort of nest area where the chickens sort of go back right. to. I would guess, but I don't know. But I was just surprised to see the one hanging upside down by the guy's hand. He was holding on. It was just like it was just kind of like flopping there. And then I could see his head move once in a while. Yeah. And then I think he was trading chickens with the neighbor. Yeah, he probably got upgrade and trade and whatever. Yeah, it's right. Just like his community thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're super loud, man. I can't, I can't understand it. But then in Tamarindo, it's like turkey vultures everywhere. Yeah, and people too. I would imagine. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, pretty those busy. Vultures, those fucking vultures <laughs> everywhere too. Yeah. Yeah, that was it's a different busy. scene. It's a lot. It's changed a bunch since I've been there, and I'm no expert on the place. But um, my brother and I went to Tamarindo like I don't know, 15 years ago, I guess. Long time. Yeah, it was yeah. a different spot back then. And uh, but I still mean, sim- enough similarities that you can say, okay, I remember some of this. It's stuff. pretty cool still. Like it's just like it's just different now. Like it's still cool, lots of stuff, fun stuff to do. Yeah. Proper infrastructure, I guess, and the people are there. There's a bigger, like it's more vibrant, if you will. You know. Uh, yeah. Than just like a small town with nothing going on. It's a busier spot. It's gonna. I mean, this the country seems to be. Well, I guess that's not true. We were on a, uh, talking to um, a tour, local tour guide, and he said the the rest of the country used to get a lot of tourism. People would go. You know, right. checking a rainforest and, and touring everywhere. And he said, still, it's the beach towns that have kind of kept it. They're coming back first from the all the lockdowns and shutdowns and travel right. restrictions and stuff. Um, these The beach areas seem to be the ones that are bringing people back. But, you know, it's just, I think it's just starting um, to open up again. I mean, oddly enough, but yeah. this, this place lives off tourism. So 
it's they're gonna it's gonna come for sure i think it's gonna get busy which is good i mean it's good a lot of people need that need the, the money business to keep going yeah, yeah for sure but i mean where you guys are it's pretty quiet like there's not nice i mean i don't mean quiet in terms of like there's no noise because there's plenty of noise no but i don't think the but population like changes in our neighborhood that much with no. tourism tourism going on at the Gionis Beach is, is going to be um, yeah it's going to be busy. For sure. Yeah, sweet. Um, so we've been down here a little while. We've eaten. We've been eating food and stuff. Uh, and I've been just been hammering back. Uh, I was eating goldfish for a while because I felt like it was comfort food. But then uh, I got those like local barbecue peanuts. Oh yeah, those they have are a good. different taste for some reason to them. The bag the bag goes pretty quick on here. <laughs> That's yeah, all I can say right but, now. But uh, I've been noticing like uh, around here like the pizza's super good. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots yep. of good pizza places, and I I think you know I've just seen me come here and like everyone's like eating tacos and whatever just like that's super I don't know stereotypical I guess. Yeah, well that's it. There's but it's not really making, like that. Yeah, the pizza here is like some the one place in Tamarindo was bullshit. That Dan, what's the, uh, the Tamarindo? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Don't go there. Whatever the name of it is. But um, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been digging what the food is. The burgers are good and stuff. And like yeah, definitely tacos are great. But. Um, yeah, it's it's different. Like, I mean, the best thing to get is the casado, obviously, the, the local yeah. sort of rice beans with whatever. Um, that place, Rosie's. Rosie's is good. Solid. Yep, gives it, it's good. And there's a few places around. Uh, we're into now more, the more sort of off, out of the tourist place you can be um, to get more authentic stuff going. It seems to be right. good. I, it's just a cycle. You know, you come here, you do the most obvious stuff, and then you kind of, you dig deeper into it. And you're, you're you learn a way out of it and start to get back in like what it's like to just be able to live around or whatever. Yeah, I think that's where it goes yeah. for a lot of people who are... Hey, but you guys, so uh, I'm going to jump around here, but you guys did a, I mean, I don't know what you're going to talk about this, but you guys did a border run. Yeah. To renew your visa. Yep. And... Uh, <laughs> One day to Nicaragua and back. It's a bit of a mission. Yeah, it's, it's a big. mission. And like, you're kind of probably the uncertainty of it. You're like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. How does this work? Are they going to be a fear, mad at us? Do they care? Are there going to be like hiccups along the way? It's, it's amazing how comfortable we can be here and then yeah. you're going to do this thing and you get uncomfortable again. Yeah. And there's stress and all stuff. And even the people we're with, like a lot of people, it's, it's a really... And when you look back on the process, like any, any tr- anywhere you travel, like you, you, know, you buy your ticket, you get on the plane, you fill out your paperwork, whatever yeah. you go, and it's like, not a, my experience, not a whole lot. If you're, all, if you're totally legit, yeah. it's not a whole lot that can go sideways. Sometimes but it just it feels like it for some reason. The and you were saying that somebody, one of the dudes, the police officers there, was like a soccer fan. I wasn't happy that Canada beat because uh, uh, yeah. we're not supposed to be good at that. I don't think. But I don't follow it. But uh, what no, did he say big, to you guys? Big one oh. He was he was in Spanish, so we didn't have a great like a very um, <laughs> uh, like local sort of you know right. Spanish. So it's, yeah. it's pretty hard to understand. Um, and I don't speak Spanish really at all. Ange Ange does that for the most Proctor's part. Proctor's wife is Ange. My own fault. Um, but yeah, he was giving us a bit of a hard time. He's kind of joking, but then you're like, you know, you don't know. You're standing in the jungle with a, on the side of the highway with a with an armed police officer. He's kind of starts saying it. You're like, ah, oh, is this? Anyway, he turns out he's very friendly, joking, play with the kids and stuff. So it's it's a very warm kind of culture. But yeah, for a minute you're like, ah, oh, I don't know. And all he just so he said like something like, yeah, I'm not, oh, like, I'm like, not gonna let you in because you Canada beat Costa Rica in soccer. Rica. And I think I don't know the whole significance because I'm not a I'm not a huge football fan right now. Yeah, uh, I like the Canadian. That we're sort of an underdog, yeah. which is good. It's weird because we're not. You'd think Canada and soccer. I don't know. I mean, no, I but you guess think they're playing like Honduras and Panama and all these countries where, if you look at the size of the country and the and the wealth of the country and stuff, and you've got the U.S. and you've got Canada and you've got Mexico, they should dominate, right? And right. I think Mexico and the U.S. do dominate. Um, but Canada is always this weird thing in the middle. And the, I guess now that they've become a better team, it's yeah. really disrupting a bit of the order. Yeah, because the women's team, Canadian team, is awesome. It's awesome. We're okay. just not a soccer soccer culture, whereas Costa Rica, it is. Right? People are getting mad. Yeah, it's like if people were 
all of a sudden knocked us down to third or fourth in hockey in the world. You'd be like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, I think we are, aren't we? Probably. We're getting distressed. No, I don't know. I mean, we always <laughs> seem to do well but, enough. But you know, you know what I mean? Like you, you think, yeah. oh, well, wait, this isn't, this isn't, in the sporting world, this doesn't feel right. And I think what I was getting at was like everything's just pretty normal. Like you just, if you're on the border and back, it's nobody's any different. We just, just assume things people. are. Yeah, regular people. It's a real shame. And I, I guess culture. you know, some are all guilty, but I guess, but everyone's just people doing their thing. And if yeah, you, yeah, that's yeah. what I was getting at. It's like the guy makes a joke. He knows you're like, ah, uh, yeah. You know, he's like, just messing with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I w- you could get that anywhere. Like yeah. any, any, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, so. Then yeah, I did that thing, and then you come back, and you do it every three months or whatever. Every Depends on your situation, your status in the country. It's like it's like right. you know being in the U.S. or being in Canada or whatever. You, you know, you've right. got a certain amount of time where you're you know you're authorized you to be there based on your work or your whatever you're doing. And then right. you know when that time's up, you got to go and figure it out. So here, there's different lengths of of tourist visas you can get depending on when you're coming back. You know what your travel schedule looks like, what you're doing here, and all that sort of stuff. And that just happened to be our time to go and get uh, get it renewed. So that was just the quickest easy way. And you know probably next time we. We'd go stay somewhere close by or, you know, go surf there or something. Because when you and I were here a long time ago, uh, uh, we split ways in, like, Liberia. You had to flew back to tr- flew back. You had to fly back to Toronto. Yeah. And I flew back to Vancouver through L.A. and stuff. And you got lit for no reason. It uh, lit up. I think it's just a, yeah, you know, every so often <laughs> they got to check somebody. And, yeah. you know, it's it's like, okay, you're right. coming, a single person coming back from this country. You were yeah. there. And I'd been there, been down a few times, so maybe it's right. some kind of profile or something. But Right, they're like um, this guy. Yeah, it's different now. You get the family. Um, and do you dress up at the airport when you go to the airport? Do you kind of like, you don't care, right? People get, there's like a lot somebody, of like. Where did I see this recently? No, I was just. I, I have don't know Larry David gets mad at it, but. I, I think you got to at least have a shower when you go to the airport, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, and for maybe, sure. Maybe put on some, try to wear a clean t-shirt, maybe a collar shirt or something. Right. I'm a little bit maybe old out of touch, but. Um, do you wear flip-flops to the airport? I guess it's hot here, though. Like, I mean, it's different. But, like, I'm going to go home in a few days here. I'm going to, like, do I wear flip-flops or just get it going and wear shoes and, wear, and get to the airport? Like, I do I do the switch over at the airport. Right. Because I'm like, I think, you know, you get into the airport, it's going to be somewhat air-conditioned. You get on a plane, it's going to be air-conditioned, whatever. And then once you get to right. North America, you're comfortable again. But I just don't think, I don't get, yeah, there he goes again. I don't understand. I don't know. I think there's a bit of respect you need to have for traveling. Right. Some Whoa, level, man. You know? like, I don't want to see, I don't know what the guy said, but he, I don't want to see this kid, you know, everybody's pajamas when <laughs> right. on the plane. Sure, yeah. I mean, there's, I don't Comfort know. Comfort is big, for sure. You don't yeah. need to wear a suit, necessarily. That's pretty gangster, though. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty, pretty but it's not comfortable. And it's creased. No, and I, you know, I travel for work and you wear nice clothes because you're getting off going to do something. That's, right. I get that. But if you're yeah. just making a, a transition somewhere, you can be comfortable, but still not be like. Like you if know. you're going south, don't show off. You're going south, or wearing like flip flops and shorts in Vancouver Airport in the middle of winter. Not just that's gonna piss some people off. <laughs> who aren't going south. Right? I actually Maybe. don't care, but I just think it's funny that uh, like I'm gonna try to. I don't even know. My flip flops are destroyed. I've been wearing them all day and every day. My shoes are collecting dust. There's there was like spider webs in my shoes. Yeah, you gotta watch that stuff living in your shoes. Yeah, have you ever had like? I have it here, um, but yeah, I've heard of that's a thing. You know, um, that's why there's heat and there's. Uh, Bugs. Insects that, right. that make uh, flip flops and sandals more appealing, I think, than other parts of the world. But you and I did that. There's a waterfall near my brother's place. Uh, yep. It's a little, little ways away, not too far, but a quick ATV ride and a little hike. And uh, I wore flip flops to there, and I was like waiting for something to bite me or whatever. But there was really nothing like. It's a mind game kind of thing. It's you weird. You just think there is. You think you're in the jungle. You're not. You're just in the forest. Yeah, I mean, there probably is shit out there, but it was there was some, like it was all fenced off in the middle of nowhere. But it's beautiful back there. Yeah, no. and it's it's relative. Like you know, you can we talked this before, where you can have, you know, where, where we're coming from from Canada, you can have 
bears roaming your neighborhood doesn't really doesn't really i'm like whatever yeah. i see bear i walk outside as a bear okay no big yeah. deal um but if you took somebody from here and put them there they'd lose their mind probably yeah. be pretty pretty exciting for them same thing here if i see some kind of like you know crocodile iguana? Or snake oh, or yeah. something or iguana even the big iguana is kind of like ooh, you know they're they're huge in the driveway last time uh where our last podcast that's you're never going to see uh i was telling we were talking about this they just go like bunk they just follow the tree and they make a loud slap on the ground or wherever they fall because i guess they go onto a branch and they don't have enough weight yeah but proctor's got this like little barbecue kind of gazebo thing over here with a metal roof that's where and i heard like from. a what's that that's where they fall from yeah and they went like bang and i'm like what was that noise and it jumped off and landed by the pool yeah and then two of them are in here and they're probably like two feet long probably yeah and then hank proctor's dog who's like destroyed over here laying he down was, he was on it yeah he, he, he was all over it with them. But then you have like, I mean, the howler monkeys, they're pretty harmless. They don't leave the tree. They're like right up there. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not like it's, it's just animals and it shouldn't such, be it's such a big different. deal, but yeah, yeah. It's just different. Yeah. Or, but like the, the squirrels here are legit. They're like kind of brown on top with like, uh, they look like a, like a reverse eclair. They're kind of like, you know, like <laughs> on top Yeah. and they're like brown and then they have like big tails. They're kind of cool looking. They're about the size of like squirrels in Ontario. Yeah. If you're anybody familiar with that, compared to squirrels like BC, they're pretty small. But there's like, uh, and the bugs, man. Some of them are just bright. They look like they're. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. It's Do you know if there's something about brightness? Like if the brighter the bug, the crazier it is? I haven't heard that. Ah. Oh. It's possible. It makes I'll sense. look it up. It's like people. The brighter the person. Because there was a spider down. web over here by the laundry, and I took it in the face a couple of days ago, and the spider was on me, and it was like, oh, yeah. looks like a white leaf on top, and it like looks like a crab, little mini crab. That's a little weird. I lost my mind. Well, it's, I lost my mind, dude. I was like, where is it? Where is it? And so. I live on the clothesline, I think, yeah. I picked it up on a little piece of paper and put it back so it could grow yeah. its clothesline again, but it's not there anymore. Because they were building them for a bit. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Cool story. That's it. Uh yeah, man. Well, uh, I, I don't know. We've talked a little bit here, but I want to keep it too long because I'm gonna get hot, and uh, I gotta put, I gotta go yes. and move my laundry around. I think laundry dance is gonna start. I gotta go back yeah. to work. So it's all. Yeah, good. I just gotta work. Yeah. yeah. But um, so I've been here for like a month, and my brothers let me crash here, mooch here. So I really appreciate it, man. It's been cool. Yeah, it's been good. To hang um, out. Well, it's been fun. I've been hanging out with your kids, who are insane but awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know what's louder, roosters or Johnny, but uh, they keep everybody busy. <laughs> He's having a good time. Yeah. It's good. It's fun to watch them surf. It's cool to hang out with them and just see them kind of growing and appreciating this this area. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I appreciate what's going on here, man. I thank you. Thanks for uh, having me and letting me uh, interview you on my podcast. Thanks for having me on the show again. Um, hopefully, this one. Are you cool with this one? Can I can I post this one? We'll have to look at it. Better than the last one. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna review. It. I'm not gonna edit it. No, but just uh, go just go for it, guys. Um, straight up. But yeah, thanks for uh, everything, man. And um, yeah, well, I'm sure I'll be back in January, maybe or sometime. Yeah, a bit of a trip. But uh, yeah, man. Well, okay. Good chat, buddy. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, cheers.